0: Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Have you bought the Pearl of Great Price? Have you heard that lecture before? If you studied Neville at all, I'm sure you've come across it. There's a, a him and his own voice delivering the lecture and there's also a transcription of the Pearl of Great Price. So I'm sure you've either read it or heard it at some point. I really enjoy this lecture. Of course, I haven't read a lecture of Neville's that I haven't enjoyed, but in this one, he takes the story from was uh, parable from the Bible where Jesus is describing the kingdom of heaven, and Neville explains it in a way that I'd never heard. Of course, I hadn't heard it explained this way growing up in church, but I'll just start with reading from the lecture and quoting the 13th chapter of Matthew. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls who, finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, Neville describes this kingdom of heaven as a state of consciousness, a state into which man rises, where everything is completely subject to his imaginative power. Now, Neville isn't saying that all of a sudden everything becomes under your power your whole existence, everything you're experiencing in your life is coming from your own consciousness. Your I amness, the same I amness, this awareness of being called God in the Bible, is you and is me, is everything. There's nothing that is not this awareness. And we go through life not realizing that. And so when you realize that, when you really get who you really are, that you are this beautiful, nothing-but-love awareness, that your imagination creates your reality. Ah, you found the pearl of great value. And that's when you're ready to dump everything else that you've used to give power to. In the lecture, Neville says, everyone in the world is using this only power, imagination but they don't know it. And so, Paul, referring to Paul in 2 Corinthians, and I'll quote that verse in a minute. He says, he's trying to bring us to the knowledge of this power and the wise use of it. It's called, as we first quoted it, the pearl of great price. So great is this pearl, so valuable, that it takes everything that you own to buy it. Now, you don't go and liquidate your stocks and bonds. You don't sell your homes. You don't sell anything in the world of Caesar, but it takes everything that you now believe in other than it to pay for it. You believe in authority, you've got to sell it. You believe in numerology and teacup leaves and astrology and all these things. No matter what you believe in as a power to control you, you've got to sell it. It takes all of these beliefs, you've got to sell them. No one will buy them from you but you give them up as valueless. Therefore, there's no price attached, no value whatsoever. But you can't hold on to one thing you now believe in as a power that controls your life and still hope to buy the pearl of great price. One way of knowing if you've truly bought this pearl, really bought the pearl of great price that Neville's talking about, does your life fall apart? When you hear of bad news, when you hear of a pandemic going across the the globe, does everything come crashing down around you? Is that what it feels like? Do you start freaking out because your bank account is dwindling or that your neighbor has gotten sick with uh, the illness caused by the coronavirus? If you're freaking out about things outside of you, or seemingly outside of you, and thinking that that stuff is what controls you. If you put your faith in the government, and if there's any trouble in the government, you start to worry. Or you hear some negative news about the economy, or you you put your trust in your s- stock portfolio. All of these things, if they dictate how you're feeling, you haven't bought this pearl of great price. You're not really holding on to the truth of your, your true self, who you really are. You're not David. You're not Kim, Jim, Jimmy John, Billy Bob. It's not Mike. It is I am. And I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. You say that for yourself. I am is the life. I am is the truth. My awareness of being. Who and what I'm conscious of being is what I'm experiencing in this life. And Neville talks about the world being a training ground, a school, where we experience these things, these furnaces of affliction that give us the opportunity to know discover who we really are, to no imagination, as Neville says. Growing up in church, if I were still going to church, they would say, now is the time to trust in God. Well, the Bible that the churches rely on, that say is infallible, says that God is I am, is I exist, I am being. And then it says that God, this awareness of being is in heaven and heaven is within us the kingdom of god is within you it's not anywhere outside of you the bible says that jesus christ is within you and that's the verse i was going to quote paul in second corinthians chapter 13 says examine yourselves to see whether you're holding to the faith test yourselves Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless, of course, you fail to meet the test. Neville says right there, if you hear the words Jesus Christ and you think of anything outside of you as some being that lived 2,000 years ago and is apart from you, then you failed the test. Because Paul, the same one who said that, said that Jesus Christ is the power and the wisdom of God and that's inside of you, that is you. We just go through life not realizing that it's been us all along, that we are in control, but we've forgotten who we really are. And we go through these, these trials and moments of being uncomfortable, giving us an opportunity to know imagination, to discover who we really are. I used to run from discomfort. Yeah, I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I didn't want to do anything that made me feel uncomfortable. And again, I, well, I don't do anything during my day that I don't want to do. But that, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this inner discomfort. Ugh, I don't want to feel this uncomfortable. But it's okay to be uncomfortable. Notice what's making you uncomfortable. And this is the opportunity that you've given yourself to move an imagination past that discomfort, awaken that imagination within you that really is you and move from the state you're in to the state of consciousness where your wish is fulfilled. So I don't freak out or worry about things going on in the world, and you shouldn't either. We will all realize who we really are at some point. That's why we're here, to have this human experience and to awaken to this divine imagination, God, dreaming this whole experience. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying, you're going to die anyway, so just suck it up and be grateful for the crap life you have. No, I want to encourage you to know that you're bigger than your body. You're bigger than any circumstance. You're bigger than any news update on the pandemic or anything, on the economy, on your own personal health. All of this is part of consciousness but it is not you, the real you, yourself. And you can change your circumstances by changing your concept of self, dropping the power you've given to anything else, to church, to the government, to the state, all of it. Drop it all and buy the pearl of great price. Go within, I would suggest the first principle, always the first principle, being still and knowing I am God, that my awareness of being is God. Just get still, relax, and shed that state, that funky, worrisome state and let go of all of your reliance on things outside of you. Doesn't matter. If you've dropped your reliance on it, then it doesn't matter what the news updates say. It doesn't matter what they, the experts say about the economy. Doesn't mean that you won't thrive. Because now you know that's not where the power was. The power has always been and always will be you and me, each one of us. So if you're holding on to anything outside of you, thinking you need this to be secure, to feel happy and to feel safe, drop it. Drop it all, drop me, drop feeling twisty, but keep listening. (laughs) I'm kidding. You shouldn't need me. You shouldn't need any other teacher. But the fact that you're listening to me, you drew this episode to yourself. But you don't need a guru. You've got this. You have had this all along and just didn't realize it. And you're not trying to create everything, it's already done. You just have to trust in your imagination. And everything is possible. Everything. I was talking to my, one of my adult sons earlier about money. He just bought, he sold his uh, oh his supercharged Mustang. I'm going to miss that thing. But he bought a big pickup truck now. And anyway, he was, we got discussing money where he was re- not regretting buying the truck, but discussing some money that he owed to some, something else. And I started talking to him about this, reminding him. the the power of his imagination, and he interrupted me. He said, Dad, that's not possible. You can't just, I can't just imagine I have money and then I have money. It just doesn't work like that. (laughs) And I just kind of chuckled at him because I know the truth, and I imagine lovingly for him. I always do. I see all of my children thriving in every way, accomplishing all of their dreams, And I reminded him of a couple of things, the brain damage that I was, the permanent brain damage that I was diagnosed with, and the movement disorder. I just mentioned that. I said, you know, that was impossible too, right? And he just kind of shook his head, didn't really have an argument for me, because he knows that imagination creates his reality. He's experienced it. I talked about him in an episode a while back. Uh, The title of it was My Son and His Imagination. Check that episode out. So he's actively done this. He's actually manifested money out of nowhere. But in this moment today, he had forgotten it and was saying that it was impossible. Nothing is impossible. Drop your belief in any outside power, drop your reliance on any organization or institution, and buy the pearl. Oh, by the way, before I go, I'm going to be talking about, I asked uh, my friend Dan, hey Dan, who listens to the podcast, for suggestions on any lectures he would like me to talk about. And he gave me a few suggestions, uh, Believe It In, I Remember When, A New Christology, and uh, The Foundation Stone, Imagination he suggested those which i will be going over in upcoming episodes so if there's a lecture or a book you would like me to talk about my and this is again be coming from my own experience of it but i love talking about them so if there's a particular lecture or book you want me to talk about on here please let me know i'm doing this for you also really for me but you get it <laughs> feelingtwisty at gmail.com. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.